Hi cuties, welcome to the Cute Girls Club and this is your host, Ja. I want to start off by saying I hope you guys are having an amazing day. Let's jump right in. I'm going to talk about about five things that is causing guys to be alcenant. So I want to go over a few signs that you're being neglected. Because when we listen to the the Red Table Talk with Will and Jada, the thing that kind of stands out most with me is, is that she says she wanted to feel good. She says she wanted to feel good. Now, of course, we all are like, well, you're in Hollywood, you're married to Will Smith, y'all have all this money, but none of that is going to give a person happiness if they're not feeling good within. And often our outside influences affect how we feel about ourselves on the inside. So, I'm going to give you a few signs that you're being neglected or you may this may ring a bell in a past relationship or your current relationship or this also will give you a kind of a guide of some things that are unacceptable in new relationships cuz a lot of times too we get signs and wonders um, the Bible speaks on signs, signs and wonders, and you don't have to be super saved, uh, you know, running down the aisle and hitting splits every Sunday or none of that. Well, COVID then cut out all that nonsense and all that, all that Sunday morning drama. However, as I digress, so let's go over a few signs of how you, how to determine that you're being neglected in a relationship. Low to no communication. Um, I know some people, and I actually have had some relationships, um, even just like with my my previous marriage. Um, it will be times we will walk around and would nobody say nothing to nobody in a twelve hundred square foot apartment. Every, that's that's too small a quarters. It's not like it was a West Wing or or uh east wing like or a compound or anything but you there's no communication because nobody has nothing to talk about you mean we ain't got nothing to talk about then also the avoidant number number 2 avoidance of sex or intimate contact now it's a few things that can be going on here. Because one thing we know, one thing we know is that men love themselves some sex. So if they not have, Steve Harvey says it the best. They don't do off and on relationships. You might be off, but they own somewhere. So avoidings or withholding sex it's one of two things. They're having sex with somebody else. They don't and they don't want to have sex with you. Or, you know, and there's some women that it's hard to admit that your sex might be trash 
but that's usually not it. But it but but it could be. Or the last one is is that he's sick where he's having issues with erections and because that's a confidence killer. But if he ain't sick, ain't nothing wrong with him. That joker getting up, eating, drinking green drinks, going to the gym, um, uh, eating healthy and, uh, and all of that. Well, you need to be looking at him at the side eye if he ain't giving up none of them goods downstairs. Number three, everything is more important than spending time with you. Now, it's a lot of ladies out there who, now this is this right here is for if you know you're in a committed relationship. Because it's a lot of times, you know, women are in relationships all by themselves. You really got somebody who just come by, have sex with you, maybe even go to a movie, take you something to eat, get you something to eat every now and again. But it's not a committed relationship. It's no trips. It's no spending the the majority of your free time together. It's not sharing and a give and take. But I'm talking about on a committed, you had you customarily had a committed relationship. Now, all of a sudden, everything is more important than you. Oh, I got to take a monkey to the moon. What? But everything is more important than you. Oh, I need to I need to go wash the car. Well, well, can you come over and spend a little time with me? Oh, no, no, no. I need to put some armor all on the tires. That's going to take all day? Oh, uh, you know, I got to take my mama to the store. But your mama got three cars. Oh, she tired. When you start hearing excuses after excuse after excuse, go ahead on and cut him go. Cut him go. That's them old people. Cut him go. Turn him go. <laughs> Number four, everything looks better than you. You have to watch that. Because if if a wandering eye, especially a noticeable one, because usually men have mastered the art of looking at a woman without you knowing. So when, when you see them looking at a woman, and it's obvious to you, that's, that's, that's usually somebody that don't really care about your feelings, and they're there's probably somebody who is being auditioned for your part. So you may be on your way out and you just don't know it. Or you're not looking at the signs. And 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 this and some people are gonna agree, especially disagree, especially men. Please rely more on their actions and less on what comes out of their mouths. Because too many men and women too. But we're talking about men right now. We'll lie when the truth will do. Number five. You can't do nothing right. You could say. He could say, can you bring me a glass of water? It'll be like mist in the color purple. It ain't cold enough. Miss Sela couldn't do nothing. He couldn't cook. Worth he done dang the Blew the whole house up. 
but she couldn't do nothing right. Now, she sat up in there. Them pancakes was fluffy. Butter was oozing off the side. The ham was cooked to utter perfection. But but he went in there and set the whole house on fire. Biscuits are flaming and burning. Everything. But she couldn't do nothing right because that was not the woman that he loved. That was not the woman he wanted. He couldn't have the woman that he wanted because she didn't want him. So we need to watch it. When, a, when you can't do nothing right, it's somebody he thinks can do everything better than you. So you need to start protecting your heart and working on your exit strategy. And the sad part with all of this neglect, he wants you to still be loyal, give your all. And this is how men end up getting alcenate. And no man, no matter how much money he got, no matter what he has, if you are neglectful for it to a woman, because the heart needs love, it needs attention, it needs confirmation it needs consistency it needs happiness it needs joy it needs to touch it needs to respect it needs to give and take and so if it's not being given by the person who claim they love you that claim that they with you that claims they want to be with you it leaves the window open for somebody to come in and alcina you and it's and and usually it's not as open, it's not as overt, it's usually covert because I don't believe Will didn't know full well what all is going on about that. And ladies, I would say just try to I would say uncouple, unmarry, unsomething before you Alcina a man. Because I think the biggest thing, Will is embarrassed. They I mean if they auditioned, I mean they sat there on that red table talk like two actors, which is what they are. That performance was for us. But underneath somebody is hurting. Somebody was hurt. Somebody is embarrassed. So before you embarrass somebody by Alcina and him, I would say just uncouple. Don't don't do don't don't Alcina nobody. Well, we're gonna take a break and we'll come back with the next segment. Hey y'all, welcome back. I'm gonna go with that. One of my favorite segments is that's so petty. Oh, that's so petty. Well, I will never forget. I was talking to one of my friends on the telephone and I was upset because another woman was trying it. And I was like, that pack panty wearing heifer don't know who she dealing with. And my friend was like, What? I said, you heard me. That pack pen. She said, right there. Stop right there. I said, what are you talking about? She said, 
I am ashamed to have to admit. I got to go get me some panties. I said, what you talking about? She said, I wear pack panties. I said, no, ma'am. She said, yes. I said, you I said, are you having a recession? You under economic sanctions? She says, no. I said, you do understand. All I can think about on pack panties is a little kid where they had them little them little six pair panties in the pack with the little flowers and daisies and all of that nonsense on them. Or the, um, or the, um, what's the other, or the, or the um, the ones in the, in the, in the yellow, the white, the, the baby blue and the soft pink and the, um, and the, uh, seafoam green little panties for the little baby or the, ruffle panties in the pack so I, I'm like I just thought grown women um, bought their panties in the single or when they have a sale um, 5 for 40 or whatever the case may be but she was like you make me sick and she had her friend take her to the store that same day and bought all new panties. Because my panty ass, they called out the pack panties. And no offense to the ladies who wear pack panties. But because like I'm saying, I'm so petty. I will agree. If pack panties is your thing, have edits. Uh, but that just don't work for me. <laughs> All right. We're going to take another quick break and then we'll go back to the next segment. Hi, cuties. Welcome back. So I think that, um, on the tail end of the beginning of this actual particular podcast about being Alcina, I think it is only befitting to discuss monogamy okay so my question to you guys would be do you think monogamy should be outlawed or a thing of the past or is monogamy um, antiquated so I'm going to tell you my thoughts, and I would love to hear your your thoughts. Um, send me an inbox or shoot me an email at thecutegirlsclub at gmail.com. Okay, let's just start with def- the definition. The word monogamy is a noun. The practice or state or being married to one person at a time. The practice or state of having a sexual relationship with only one partner. So, what does that mean for 2020? You know, we have a lot going on. Emotions are are um, all over the place. Uh, people are spending more time with their spouses. 
uh, more than they ever before. Because you got to think about, for the most part, you sleep eight hours, you work eight hours, you're in traffic for two. So that's 18 hours out of 24 that you more than likely were not seeing your partner. So you had six hours to do everything else, dinner, uh, chores, uh, the lawn, um, a date, or whatever, whatever. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So I think monogamy is something that is being forced to the forefront simply because um, a lot of times people had a lot extra free time to stray. You wasn't in your spouse's face 24-7 or, or boyfriend or lover or whatever the dynamics of your relationship. We're not here for that. So, <clears throat> should monogamy just be done away with because it's an antiquated belief? Um, there's often a big um, argument of, is it natural? I would say, um, are we animals in the animal kingdom? Even in some animal kingdoms, some animals are more monogamous than we as people will ever be. So my question is, um, again, is it natural to be with the same person for 25, 30 years and that should be the last sexual partner, the last person that you're intimate with for the rest of your life. Especially if you're getting married at 20, in your 20s and 30s. I might even say 40s because 40s is when you're like more sexually hot, you're knowledgeable, you're clear on your body, you're unapologetic. So at what point is monogamy cool like 90s when you can't do nothing else but look at somebody um i would like to hear you guys thoughts again um anything you want to send me you know just talk to me um i also take your letters dear jaja that's d-e-a-r-j-a-i-j-a-i dear jaja you can um send me a letter at the cute girls club at gmail.com but um I'm going to say that because we have free will and we have choice, the fact that monogamy, whether it's natural or it's not natural, I don't see the relevancy of it. And I would love to hear if someone agrees or disagrees with me. Let's kind of go over the pros and cons of monogamy. The pros, if all parties, because see, it's, it's a lot of y'all that's on the one-sided monogamy of the game. It's a lot of women that are monogamous, but men aren't, but that still exposes you. So if you're monogamous and the person that you're with is not, then that knows and voids. Okay, let's just go here from a mathematical perspective because I'm the math girl. That's my background. A positive and a negative equals a negative. So I don't care how monogamous you are. 
if the person that you're with are not monogamous, it cancels the monogamy out completely. You're no longer in a monogamous relationship. You cannot be in a monogamous relationship by yourself. That's just you by yourself or you would achieve it. And also, ladies, make sure that it has been specifically expressed that you are in a monogamous relationship. I want monogamy. I want you. I want to be exclusive. And if somebody even says to you, can we have an exclusive relationship? You still need to ask that person, what does exclusivity mean to you? Because in the mind of people, it mean, it could mean I want you to not sleep with nobody but me and then I can sleep with everybody. That's like what's yours is mine and what's mine is mine. So you make sure you get clarity on what is being said. Now, if you've never had an exclusivity, if you have never had a commitment, if you've never had this conversation in a relationship, please know that you're open yourself, you're, you're open to anything. Just know that. You like Quick Trip, you open 24-7. You're just open and you're exposed. So the pros of a monogamous relationship is, of course, is the obvious is the fact that you're not you if everybody has been tested and we have a clean bill of sexual health or if you all don't have a clear bill of health cuz I don't judge that either um cuz the thing is this right here we're all one one bad decision away from HIV from herpes from syphilis from gonorrhea anytime you don't protect yourself. You're one bad decision away from that. So stop being so judgmental of people. <gasps> Grasping your chest and your pearls because somebody has something. Um, <clears throat> and I bet you it's some folk out here who, who have died or family members have just died from this virus would... would Give anything if the virus they had was uh, uh, HIV or a herpes virus. I bet you they would take that with their loved ones being alive and they'll stop being so judgmental. So that's another thing. Back to the monogamy. The pros, if everyone is in alignment and are in agreement that we are in a sexually, emotionally, and physical monogamous relationship it protects you from HIV it protects you from situations that you can't handle um for some men it protects you from outside children that impact your income for some women it it it, it protects you from being pregnant and not knowing who the father of this child is Another thing, my main reason why I prefer a monogamous relationship is to just, <clears throat> let me just be honest, I be having shit to do. I can't be keeping up with all these men and 
uh, trying to have one man to pay the lights, one to cut the grass, one that got the good ping, and then one who kind and compassionate and want to spend time, and one that a that's too much confusion. So that's, for me, I prefer a monogamous because I have other irons in the fire and other things that I have to do and trying to keep up and trying to make, to, to trying to contribute to some, to 10 people happiness. I don't have the energy for that. Um, the other pros to monogamy is soul ties. It, I feel like you will, if ever if it's done right, everyone can connect on a spiritual level. You can grow together. You can grow to being better people. See, that's the thing. Because a lot of times people outgrow each other because they don't like the person that that person has become. And it can go either way. Let's just say a person started in a relationship. It was dramatic. The person was crazy, loud, boisterous, ignorance here, crazy, ratchet, whatever the adjectives you can think of. And then they become calm down. They grow up. They realize that that don't make sense. But that person might have fell in love with Miss Ratchet or Mr. Ratchet. And they like that ratchet ass. Now you want to be decent. Now you want to be saved. Now you want to know the Lord. That's not who I signed up for. Or even the reverse. Because some women have been pleasers. I'm going to try to please you. I want to do this. I want to do that. Whatever he say. I'll crank the car in four degree weather. I'll hug him. I'll, I'll give him a kiss. I'll make his dinner. I'll wash his clothes. I'll, I'll rub his feet. I'll this, this, this. And then you, uh, one day that woman wakes up and realizes, I'm working my butt off. But this is not being appreciated or reciprocated. So I need to find me somebody who's going to love all this goodness that I'm giving so I no longer want this person anymore. So that's why you always need to keep your hand on the pulse of your relationship. And that's when you have a monogamous relationship. See, it's hard to keep your finger on the pulse of two, three, four, five people. Now, the cons... Of monogamy. It could become a little boring. Because you can only do so many positions. So many times. Um, everything we, we love. Every, we've been conditioned to love everything new. A new car. A new house. New coochie. New, new clothes. New jewelry. New this. New the new new. So one of the cons is, is that every relationship that is new will eventually be old. And a person sometimes become bored of the things that are old. But let me give you a little bit of an analogy about the things that's old. I'll never forget, I had bought a brand new car. Oh, it was nice, beautiful three miles when I got it. Okay, blah, blah, blah. But every time I looked up, it was something going on. I had to take it back. I used the hell out of that warranty. 
but I still have my mom's 95 Corolla that runs beautifully right now. Amazing. Getting ready to do it. That's, that's another thing, but we'll talk about that later, cuties. However, every time that car was in the shop, and if they say they didn't have any loaner cars available, I can always jump in that 95 Corolla, put the key in the ignition, and crank up and get to where I've got to be. So, so the moral of this lesson, watch out for the new-new. You may have somebody who is perfectly good, reliable, loving. Make sure you got your best interest at heart. And then you end up with the new-new. The new-new might have the herpes or the HIV or the coronavirus. Or they, they may be physically irresponsible. Or they may be, they, you know, they look all clean and everything on the exterior. Then you come to their house, it's crazy. Or they may have the, you know, they, they you, you get there and you actually have a conversation with them. And they're not mentally where you are. Or they don't have the respect for you. Or they're not kind. Or they're not giving. Or whatever it is that the old reliable, the old, old had, but you got bored of it. So make sure when you're stepping off into the new, because you don't want to be monogamous no more. You want to sleep with everybody. You want new coochie. You want new pen. Make sure it's worth it. And that's all I'm going to have to say. I'm going to close it out with that. So cuties, it was a pleasure as always. Have a lovely, lovely week. And I got to get back on schedule for recording on Sundays. So please look out for new episodes of the Cute Girls Club on Sundays. Um, today I will be uploading two. Um, I'll be uploading two today because I need to do some catch up. Give you guys some content. And please check out the next episode because I'm going to give you all my thoughts on Cardi B and Megan DeSalian's video, WAP. Alrighty, we got to have a good day, cuties. Have a, an amazing week. And do something good for yourself. Bye.